irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Tori, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, and if it's 10 o'clock, it means that we're here. Yes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, Tori. Hello. We're back from a few days of being sick and everything, but we're okay now. I've got my cough drop, so... Okay. Have you, how are you cough, feeling? I'm feeling better. You know, I finally went to the doctor Ooh. after a few days because it got worse, and um, I'm a lot better now. Well, what were so, you diagnosed with? Uh, like a virus or something, like nice. a cold virus or nice. something. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because I had taken a flu shot and apparently it didn't help. I ne- you know, this is this is going to uh. be controversial as a bleeding heart liberal. I never take a damn flu shot because I, know, I, I, I don't, don't either. But then but then you get sick. But then you then I hear stories. Yeah. And then you get it. Then you still get there. I'm very confused. You know, so I don't know what's going on. But it's not like I went especially for it. Yeah. I went to, to the doctors. They said you should do it. So. Yeah. 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 So I did. You know, you but sound sexy. You sound kind of raw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like a Rod Stewart type. of Yeah. Thing. OK. Yeah. We went there. Yeah. There you go. That's you know, fine. I'm with you. Yeah. I know, not quite the voice, but uh, what can you do, you know? At least I don't fi- uh, sound too nasally. No. Sometimes people come in here nasally, and it's like you shouldn't do a show yeah. when you sound sick. No. You know? No. So how have you been? I've been good. Yeah, we yeah. had a lot of rain over the weekend. A lot of rain. Did you play in the rain a little bit? Um, yeah, kind of. The, do- the dogs don't walk out in the rain. They don't like to pee. They don't like to do anything in the rain. Really? So yeah. what do you do? We basically hold umbrellas over them like I'm a jackass, <laughs> and... Um, and they have raincoats. So it's just typical L.A. douchery. It's terrible. Like, right. you know, we all look terribly stupid. You do. Running yeah. after yeah. your dog. We do. We, I know it. You know it. We yeah. all know it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I love them. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta happening. love those dogs. Oh, right? yeah. The best. Yeah. America loves dogs. That's for sure, man. There are so many. I know. And I can't remember. I read some statistics on it. But uh, I think there's um, like almost every other family has yeah. a dog or something. It's a dog loving country. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So we love our dogs here, and that's a cool thing. Uh, we have a guest in the studio. We'll get to her in just a few minutes. Uh, by the way, I didn't uh, timestamp this. Today is January 25th. Oh. Not like it really matters, no. but... could be know. any day. Exactly. You know, any day is fine. So uh, uh, beautiful weather in L.A. Uh, we're back to nice weather. And I'm saying this because we finally got some torrential rains here, which I can't remember the last time we got those. So I think we're pretty much uh, catching up on that drought. You know, I mean, I've seen like maps that are showing how things have, have improved quite a bit. Yeah, we definitely needed it. Yeah. It's like when you go out for a night and you need your moisturizer the next morning. It was dry. It was dry. It and was now very it's dry, nice you and know? damp. So, yeah. And I'm and California is supposed to be green, not brown. Right. You know? Right. So we, we need the, the, the rain. We yes. need the water. And what's interesting, I looked on the map and really the, the, the driest uh, point in california is really la county wow. we're at the driest place in the country wow yeah hmm. so we need this and finally uh, god decided to take some mercy on us 
and drop some rain. There you go. So that's cool. Uh, the Dow has hit 20,000 for the first time, yes. which is pretty good. I'm sure you don't want to hear that. But no, <laughs> I don't. You don't want to hear any good news. No, I do. Hey, I'm hey, I'm part of an America. I'm very happy to hear good news. I'm nervous about everything else. But that's good news. I know. I know, man. The headlines are just like all over the place. Yeah. Trump is all over the place. Yeah. Not wasting any time. No. So, uh, <laughs> and then today he hung um, a picture of his inauguration that someone took showing a lot of people. Uh-huh. And he was like, and he tweeted about it, but he wrote on the on the picture frame, it says January 21st, and that's the wrong date. Yes. And I'm like, oh, God, oh man, God. you can't even do that. You can't get it right. So, yeah, he told um, all the National Park Services, I don't know if you heard this, overnight, no. um, they can't tweet anymore anything about climate change, anything at all. They can't tweet oh, anything really? about climate change. Nothing. Global yeah. warming, nothing. And one rogue dude at Badlands National Park... Um, went and continued tweeting and then he started getting a backing and like 130,000 people were following him. He was like, <laughs> carbon dioxide is taking over, blah, blah. And then it w- mysteriously shut down in the really? middle of the night. Yeah, but everyone's like, the Badlands! So now this is a government <laughs> office, right? Yeah. So I guess he's, he's got the right to... Uh, to keep them from tweeting, I guess? I, I think that's or, called censorship, but I guess. Right. I don't know who's there well, to tell him not, but I think it's absurd, but yeah. Well, no, it's, well it, I don't know if it's censorship when it's your employee, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a forward-thinking kind of thing to do. No, no, I say. don't think so at all. No, and then on the White House, it's no longer translated into Spanish, which it used to be, all mm. the White House information, and there's no page on climate change or LGBT rights. They've taken down the page. So if you go look for it, it says page <laughs> not found. So we're really setting your clocks back a couple hundred years. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Super Bowl Yay, then for a moment. Gaga. Let's <laughs> do it. Gaga. But uh, Falcons and Patriots going, uh, the Patriots are going for what, the millionth time already? I swear to it's God. It's like almost every year they're there. Sort of like a monopoly. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. a Tom Brady fan. I went to Michigan. He was our quarterback. So I will always be pro Brady. So you'll be pro Brady. Also, he's okay. a beautiful individual. I see. Let's so not. For let's, that alone, he deserves to he win He completely the Super Bowl, does. Right? Like if it's if he's going against, let's say, Eli Manning, who uh-huh. looks like he's always taking a poo, uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and You're switch to You're going to go with a handsome one. Yeah. I and, see. Whoa. whoa. What was that? I don't know. And just... Ooh. What? What is going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard this in my life. Okay. I don't know what that is. Maybe they like Tom Brady to the soundboard likes yeah. Tom Brady as well. Yeah. Monster in the machine, man. There you go. There you go. He's like, I'm an Eli Manning fan. <laughs> yeah, there you don't go. Don't be rude. <laughs> But uh, it's going to be Super Bowl 51, I guess, yes. huh? L-I. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember it being L last year. It was a big you? deal. Yeah, the yeah, L. The L? I, I guess I don't remember that. that either. Yeah. I'm just excited for Gaga. I know. Wow, what is this? What's going on? It's got to be in the board somewhere, but yeah. uh, how's this happening in this hair here and stuff? Uh <laughs> Uh, okay, so that's that. Uh, uh, this was interesting. I guess a couple of baby girl twins were born with different colors. One is white, and the other one's black. And the parents really? are yeah, the parents are biracial, but and they're paternal twins. But they're saying this is very rare for this. Wow, well, I would think that's actually more often if you're fraternal twins. You would think, you would think so. That's so cool, right? But when it's fraternal, really, they're not as much alike right, as you right, would think, yeah. right? Identical twins have the same DNA, right? That's why you have that dateline where the guy blamed it on his identical twin because the DNA left could have been him or the other guy. Oh, wow. fascinating, to yeah, me. <laughs> fascinating. No, that's true, but it's uh, that's but very it's really, interesting. It's very 
very interesting. Wow. You know? So and they're so cute, you know. That's adorable. So, well, that's yeah. how America's gonna be in the future. It's all gonna be mixed. Yeah, right. We're all gonna be brown. Well, it already is. Yeah, I mean, it's the getting thing that is, way. Yeah, you know. I mean, the thing is, is that this is. Uh, uh, this is a new American. People have to accept it. Thank you, know? you very much. It's not the John Wayne days anymore. It's no. different now. By the way, did you like John Wayne? No. I don't get the appeal <laughs> of John Wayne. Maybe at the time, you know. But what is it? Maybe I don't. Okay. Hasn't the held cowboy up, thing, nothing Hasn't for me. held up over no, the years. No. But yeah. God. <laughs> but you know what? Good. God bless to those who do like John Wayne. I just never saw the appeal, the way he talked, the way he walked, the way he looked. Right. But he symbolized, I guess, oh, the American oh, yeah. tough guy. Marlboro man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. I guess uh, Mon- Monica Lewinsky's back in the news. Now she's uh, defending Baron Trump, I guess, because there was a tweet yeah. by an SNL writer Katie that mocked Rich. him. Katie Rich. Yeah, Katie Rich. Do you know what she wrote? Yes, I do. What? Do you want to know what she wrote? Yeah. He, uh, Baron Trump will be the first homeschool shooter. Like oh, he'll be a wow. homeschooled shooter. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now, this is getting a little bad there. But she's protecting him. Uh, I guess she's defending him. Uh, yeah, Chelsea did you know, too. Everybody. Bullying, I mean, a lot, yeah. bullying. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, they're in the public eye. That's yeah. an easy uh, sh- cheap shot. Yeah, you know? also, Baron is <clears throat> young, looks kind of like something might be somewhat mentally. He seems not all there. I don't think he's the perfect person to go against. Mm. Um, he should be off limits. But then again, I'm a big fan of, I'm a stand up comic, so I'm always going to be like, comedy's got to be out yeah, there. Yeah, attacking or some, somebody. Okay, all right, guys, hold on. Wow, wow. Hold on just a second. Hold on just a second, guys. Sorry about that. Wow. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Hi. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Hold on a second. Wow. Okay. This is weird. Ah, great way to run a radio show. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know what's going on, guys. Okay. How are we going to talk like this, Tori? I think we can do it. No, we can't do okay. it. Okay. People are sitting there going, wow, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but okay, let's try and do the show anyway, folks. All right, well, maybe it's time to bring in our guest now. Be good luck. Good yeah, luck. Maybe, maybe she's doing this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're joined by a very nice lady, Jennifer Cetrone. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, how so are you? Thank you for having me. Good. Thank you for joining us. Sorry to blow your ears out so early <laughs> in the morning, but you can see it's not me. It's, it's so not. it's the I ghost in the me. machine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. It's of great course. to be here with both of you. Oh, yeah. So uh, you've got a, a, a TV series and all that stuff, and we'll talk about that and everything. Um, and the, let's find out a little bit about you and stuff. Are you an Angelino? Are you originally from here? I'm originally from New York. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. So uh, New York City? Uh, my family is. I grew up about two hours up in the Catskill Mountains. Mm. Oh, really? Do you James know what Ta- that is? James Taylor Town. Yeah, it's beautiful. Whoa, how do you know that? Oh, man, because he Whoa. sings about the Berkshires. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you see, that that shows how much I know. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, so you grew up in New York. Uh, what was that? So was that like a small town? It or? was actually a really small town. I really? mean, we went to the city very frequently, but um, really small, um, majestic 
50 acres. Like I'm a Damn. girly girl, but I was Whoa. climbing trees and really? or, and outside all the time. It was great um, because I think it really helped instill an appreciation of, of nature. It's mm-hmm. a great childhood to be outside a lot, oh, totally. right? Totally. With the Absolutely. mountains. They have the Berkshire Mountains. It's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I'd like to go there. Actually, I haven't been. I want to go to like New England and oh, God. that area, gorgeous. you know? It's so Have you it's, never it's been? Beautiful. No, I mean, oh I've gosh. only been to you New York to City, it. and that's yeah, about it's just it. Beautiful. You know? It's just a whole different vibe. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, right? Like you went to Cape Cod and oh, stuff, oh, right? That was beautiful. Amazing. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, okay, so you grew up there, uh, and do, so, do you have any siblings? I have a brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I went, to, I actually, we moved to Florida when I was in high school, so I went to oh. high school in Florida and did a lot of the Nickelodeon and Disney. Disney Channel thing when I was in high Whoa, school. Whoa, really? So you, you started, started young early, in the internet. Yeah, yeah read about. I did. I was 13. So Why was, did you guys move to Florida? Um, the, it was My grandparents were down there, and I okay. think it was a climate. It, it climate is a weather thing, right? It's a weather thing. Everybody in New York it's moves to Florida. It's, it's really cold. cold up there. I know, so I it said you started a production company like at third. When was you start the production I company? I started with the production company in 2007. Wow. Okay. So yeah. you had always been. So since 13, you'd be in the entertainment industry. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, um, How did you get in? I mean, did you know you wanted to, or did your mom talk you into my it? My mom was actually a professional dancer with Merce Cunningham. Oh, wow. Um, dance company and and danced with Twyla Tharp and so she had her own dance studio growing up and so I was introduced to the arts very young Mm, and I also just kind of came out of the womb like that's what I say right singing songs they did not want to hear but entertaining everybody and it just always felt a part of me I couldn't imagine doing anything else whoa how cool is that yeah so in school did you realize uh were you like restless in school did you want to do something else or you know what actually I was a very good student really? um so even though you're like more a creative type, you were able to sit down and... Well, what was amazing is the public school I went to in Orlando, it was actually operated as a magnet arts program. Oh, of course, so it's perfect. It wasn't. So, exactly. So I was vice president of my class and, you know, it was 800 <laughs> kids in our graduating class, but I was wow. also leading the show. So it was a really nice dynamic where yeah. you could, you didn't have to just take on one identity in right. the high school I went to. You could really, you know, flex your muscles in a lot of different areas so i'm really grateful for that that's great that's nice and it's nice that you had the support of your family and everything you know? because most people are like go get a real job mm-hmm. right <laughs> but uh but your mom came from from entertainment and creative stuff so yeah and i'm really open understand. about the fact that my my childhood was pretty rough so it was definitely a way for me to have an escape as well but Alan. given her background they one of the positive things was they were very positive and um receptive to me kind of going into the arts and, okay. and having that passion. All right. And uh, so what was difficult in your childhood? Was oh, I'm there just pretty transparent about really? overcoming adversity and, you know, just enduring abuse and things like that that happen in people's lives. We all, you know, have our bumps and bruises in this life. Okay. And so I don't want to bring the conversation Dude, we all talk about it all the time. Way, yeah, but, it's, but it's important. I think it's so important for kids to understand that, like, it, it was because I had those escapes in school and because I had some amazing mentors. Like, I'm still in touch with my drama. A teacher from of course. high school to this day, Laura. Of course, right? we all know, right? We all Jane. know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I, I 
do speak about it because I think it's really important for kids to understand that there is another way that that you can rely on other things that we never have to be just a product of our environment we can Mm -hmm. reach beyond and and grow out of that and that's when you have these art schools that give you outlets and that's what worries me about administrations that don't want to keep the arts because she had the outlet right so critical what are you fighting for if it's not for that for your country absolutely exactly if not you have kids who are angry and they're internalizing all those feelings they don't know what to do with there's no outlet yeah very interesting yeah and especially when you're a creative person i guess you need that outlet right absolutely yeah otherwise you start acting out and Mm -hmm. everything you know and that's not a good thing no so uh so school was so uh i mean so was it rough for you i mean did you have some did you experience bullying and things in school i didn't i think that was I've, i've always been kind of a even though I came from this environment, I can also remember going, this isn't right, and yeah. feeling like it wasn't right. So I actually was able to excel in a really regimented you know, atmosphere, yeah. such as school, and then having right. those creative outlets, you know, that was really my place to, to fully be myself, and it's where I spent most of my time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, so you finished high school, did you decide to go to college after that? Or I what did, and I, ha- I actually got a really large scholarship to NYU, wow. but because of the things that had gone on, it, I sort of was on my own from 16, so it was wow. like, well, part of tough, it was huh? was fortunate to, to work professionally, but part of it was like, I had to keep working. Mm. Um, and so that was the road I took. So I kept working, and then I, I toured the country for about four years right after high school doing professional theater at equity houses all over the, the country. And that's really good. I, I look at that as my college, because yeah, it's yeah. eight shows a you week. You should, yeah. Equity, wow. I did one equity show in Florida, which is funny. Oh, and funny. man, I was like, uh, we're doing another show? It was like every other hour back back. to back. We would do two shows on Sunday. I'm like, no one needs to see this many shows. It's intense. It's very, so it is like a very regiment, another regiment. Exactly. Um, But it was, it was, you know, the school, not to be cheesy, but the school of life, you know, and I, I definitely support education. I think college education is, is tremendous if you can afford it. But I also think, you know, there are other ways when you're put in that situation that, that you can find a way to thrive and be resourceful and, and develop your own sort of acumen for other things yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean that and that's how these days college is a so expensive and b you're not necessarily getting a job right after it so people are finding other ways you know so you were ahead of your time well because it's good you use the word brand i think it's so important because it's like without you can have art but if you don't if you don't have a brand it's it's challenging sometimes to be successful in today's climate oh very much yeah you got to stand out somehow you know and that's in business and in every Mm -hmm. profession you're in you know That's so. So you've experienced adversity at, at a young age and everything, and then at sixteen you moved out on your own. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. I mean, I did, but not because of adversity. I can't believe you guys. Yeah. I am still talking to my mom twice, three times a day. Yeah, right. And I'm, I love so, that. Of course, you know. I and I love you. your story, but it's. Di- I mean, I cannot understand or feel that because it's crazy brave of you guys right well it depends you know i mean yeah it depends on your circumstances exactly she probably didn't have a choice that's right i had a choice but i took it anyway and moved to another country and lived on my own that's amazing since 16 yeah but uh but going back to you so and you uh so then you moved down on your own you're still living in florida right yeah okay tour in the country tour in the country wow four years huh yeah and you were able to live off of that i was 
I mean, it's the life of an 18-year-old. Yeah, really. Yeah, how much does she need? <laughs> you know, <laughs> ramen. <laughs> right. Ramen but and a car payment. A lot and of we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you're touring like that, I just book them back to back. So, you know, I wasn't having to pay rent at that time because the, the theaters are actually they house you. you up. And Equity is a great mm-hmm. union. It's like SAG for theater. And they give you good rates. Mm-hmm. You really? get good. Oh, yeah. Really good rates. And also good housing. And yeah. I was well taken care yeah. of, actually. <laughs> yeah. For theater. Yeah. Well, very nice. And uh, so you did do do that, and then afterwards, what did you decide to move? And then to I went LA? back to Florida for about six months, and then I came out here. I see. Uh, so I mean, during your tour, were you here too? No, I never. So you never to been California. here when you moved? I came for a brief time when I was eighteen, before I was before I was started touring, uh-huh. and I realized quickly that I I. Need to be out here. Yeah. 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 But that financially it wasn't possible at that time. So it is expensive to move here and stuff. Yeah, I know. So when you move it when you moved here, did you consciously think I'm moving for entertainment? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, right. She's got one goal in mind, right? Yeah, that's (laughs) it. And that's all I'm doing. But there was a lull and I'm very I'm very transparent about that too. It did not it did it, it's many years later, you know, that we're we're sitting here, um, and I always say, like, again, a little bit of a platitude, but it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got into when I moved out here, I was doing really well, and then I got the lull. And I'm like, well, what the hell is this? Right? I was doing fine. I'm. I feel you. The lull is long. It's long. I thought I'd be picked up in a Starbucks the first day I'm out here. <laughs> you want to be with Tom Cruise in Michigan? Yes, I do. But yeah, yeah, no. And it was like that for the beginning, but then I'm in my lull. Ooh. Yeah, that's usually the dream, though. You know, yeah, you yeah. come here, you go to Starbucks. And, it's not, and once you're here, you realize that doesn't really happen. You have to go through a lot of levels. Absolutely. And I think that's what's important to explain, too. It's it doesn't like happen that way. You just keep going and going, and you're going to get knocked down probably time and time and time again. And it's like... You're told no way more so, times than you're yeah, ever told yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And you got to go through all those no's to get a yes. That's right. And But that's, I think the biggest part of being an actor really is looking for work, right? I agree. 100%. Yeah. And I really thought it would be like, well, how will I control my days? <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, how can I get paid? Yeah, exactly. No, it's very interesting. Very much harder work and many more levels of people to please. It's not just mm-hmm. casting. It's then casting, that's producer, it. directing, studio, it's network. call out. Yeah. yeah. So right. it's much more... And that's why you go out like Jennifer and you do your own thing, right? That's exactly right. Right. So you moved here and we'll get to that in a minute. So you moved here and then, uh, and then what happened? Was it hard to find work? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I booked things here and there, but it was not, it it was a lull for sure. Um, Was it it discouraging at times for you? Yeah. I mean, I tried to stay positive as much as I can, but I would be, you know, lying if I said there weren't some days where I went this was supposed to happen and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to and that the, the how scary that is especially if you knew from a young age this is what you're supposed to be doing right. it's hard to give up that dream because it's like Absolutely. well you're supposed to do that yeah but it taught me to build other skills mm. and I'm so grateful for that because if I hadn't have built those other skills there's no way I'd be sitting here today mm, or good. have my own company I just you know yeah so that, that's how it works usually you know you don't even realize while it's happening and then you realize it's for the best mm, you yeah know? yeah awesome so you decided to create your own production company I did it's called from the ground up productions because it was, it was from, from the ground, ground up, up. <laughs> and when did you start that how long in ago? 2007 oh in 2007 yeah okay, so, so even so that's been, been a long yes. a long journey 10 years though but you managed to keep it going yeah you know? thanks. not many yeah. people can keep no. businesses going 
going for that long. When did you decide I'm going to do this on my own? I'm going to take control. It was about a year before that okay. that the idea started gestating, and I was sort of I'm going to write my own material. I'm gonna and actually, I'm not a writer. I did co-create this show oh, yeah, with a right. writer, but I'm one of those. I, I, I so admire writers, but I needed to understand what was in my wheelhouse. And no matter, like, I just didn't have that innate that innate talent and skill I think right. is very special mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to try to do it because no matter how much I studied I just knew I would never be as great as the as people the who are really gifted mm-hmm. in that area that's true and you got to find people that do what they're best at and right. do what you're best at and not everybody can act and write you know and produce and everything that's why you have professionals Spe- doing this be specific this. about what you want too. yeah right yeah so when you started your production company did you already have a project in mind well, we started producing theater, actually. Obviously, that was where a lot of my roots were, and I felt, and I still do feel passionately about it, but it, it's very hard for something like that to thrive, especially out here. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, but, but producing theater was something I understood mm. better and felt like it was more attainable for me to learn the nuances of how to produce that than it was to, to jump into something on screen. Also, at at that time, 2006, 2007, we weren't really in the same space we are right. with, with social it, media. And, yeah, yeah. And exactly. technology and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we produced some great productions, and then it was to the point where I was like, how am I going to make ends meet? Yeah. So I also, at the same time, had had developed, a, a, done a lot of... Um, corporate consulting as well and so the company actually today has a corporate arm and a creative arm so the corporate arm for like um videos like corporate videos or is it we do primarily um like high level event staffing for fortune 500 tech companies oh wow so they're like biggest shows like ces world congress and barcelona those are the kinds of things we do and they're they're really looking for talent that seamlessly integrate into their corporate culture and personnel so if you were walking by a booth you wouldn't be able to differentiate between these in-house employees of this fortune exactly so it's sort of that upper echelon of it's almost a consultant more than it is just right right but it's cool you found that niche how did you get into that I to supplement income was doing trade show modeling, spokes modeling, and again back to that sort of thing in school where like if I'm gonna do something, I want to be the the best. Be- she was the best spokes model <laughs> ever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and just ended up having clients who were going, "Could you actually do this for me?" And it developed, you know, from there very organically. I never would have saw it, but again. You know, uh, you, you can't envision how the path is going to turn out, but I'm so grateful. Wow. You know? right. And right. so today, now both arms are thriving. Wow. And it's it's exciting. And, and we only, it's, it's very boutique still on the corporate arm, so we only take on clients who we really believe in what they're doing, mm-hmm. even in the corporate sector. That's what you want to do. Yeah. So it's sort of, you know, it's like regardless of sector, we're, we're, putting our name behind things we believe in wow yeah and he created a business model where you actually can pay the bills too and then just act and and create things so uh, okay so so you started with theater and everything right and then what did you do did you rethink this and think what else can we do sure well and in high school and stuff i had done you know 
things on television and lots of commercials and things like that. And I'd done some of that when I first moved out here. And that was always, you know, my goal, my end goal was a television project. Yeah. Um, so I knew that as this new media space was growing and sort of taking over that this was probably going to be my time if I could find the right project that was my limit what my limitation was that I'm not a writer mm-hmm. so and you had to find somebody. so what did you do what was your search like how did you go fishing gosh I had a lot of like potential partnerships where I was like this isn't going to work mm-hmm. and then finally randomly enough I put a notice out at the beginning of 2015 I think it was on International Screenwriters Association and received mm-hmm. literally hundreds of submissions. Whoa. And the the read almost all of them and the one we landed on was a short film called Riley mm. that was actually what what I envisioned when I read the short was a TV series. Mm-hmm. And so together Tracy and I, who's the writer, developed her short into, into a series. Into, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, uh, that's Tracy May, right? It is, yeah. Okay, we might as well give her credit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Give yeah. her all the credit. She deserves <laughs> so much, so, so much credit. Now, so now, is Riley based on the first piece you got from her? She or, she'd already written that, or was that a new idea? The cynical sort of... Uh, Riley's nature was already on the page, um, and some of the characters that are there, but she wasn't a former teen pop star. I have to look back at the initial short because I can't even remember what she was mm-hmm. initially. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously it was just a short, so there was a lot more to be developed, and we've only shot three episodes but there's actually a full season one written wow. Wow. Um, so the story is riley's a former teen pop star. what's the sort of the plot of exactly. riley so she's a former teen pop star now in her 30s who it's already funny right <laughs> i already like that right? i already like that who had a publicly humiliating downfall awesome um and basically sort of went through a a, a nervous breakdown aka brit brit okay. and so when we meet her as the audience, she's now in her 30s. This is past, and she's now working as an online and telephone psychic. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's very quirky, but the performances and the re- still stay very grounded. So it's it's a lot of fun, um, yeah. and we've had a really good reception so totally far. Um, and I also give so many shout-outs to the cast, because even though it's called Riley, it really is an ensemble cast. And we've just got tremendously talented actors that I'm really proud to to share the screen with. That's awesome. Well, do you want to uh, credit some of them then? Yeah, Give we've got Joe names. Hernandez-Kolsky, who's actually a, a Emmy Award winner and a slam, slam poet and wow. a comedian. He's multi-talented. Um, Justin Sorvillo um, is a great... He plays... He's in the pilot episode, and you can see him. Um, What's with the mimes? Something that's Joe. I see. Okay. So that's again, and <laughs> and that can seem very out there, but the way he plays it, it it really works. And he actually has a a crush on Riley, and he's very strange, as you might imagine. <laughs> and so she's not really feeling it, but you might see something develop between him and Riley's best friend nice. in the later episode so yeah so yeah. Th- and and again it's just this there's all these quirky characters in her 
not so famous life now. Right. Now, so do you play Riley? I do. Okay. Yeah. Now, did you? Uh, does the character? Did the character speak to you from the beginning? I mean, yeah, yeah. And and together, she and I really developed it to uh, this idea of a former pop star. I think we can all relate to, mm-hmm. and it's very relevant, like you pointed out. And then. Um, I obviously a lot of the, some of the theater I did was musical theater and I sang professionally from a young age too so it's not there now but we'd like to incorporate that into some of the like a musical episodes. episode yeah. would be so good yeah mm-hmm. um, so there's there's definitely some parallels and um, and 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 I you know I think I can also relate to hearkening back to just what we were just talking about which is that lull even uh-huh. though it, it wasn't as dramatic <laughs> as it is in the show, you know, figuring out she Riley's really trying to figure out what next. Yeah, does she, is she a real psychic? I mean, does she have any abilities? <laughs> no, that's what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you need abilities. <laughs> no, <for that laughs> and there's a lot of comedy to be I found imagine. as the yeah as the series progresses. That's so sure. like hotline. Wow. So, uh, so you produce and you star in it too, right? Yes. What about directing? Who's I'm not directing? a director. Again, right. just kind of knowing. I mean, so, there Who's are directing? some. Who, who uh, Jeffrey Scott Basham. He directed the first three episodes. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Is that how many you've got in the can? Or? It is. Yeah, okay. we've got three, and then hopefully we'll we'll. The, the goal is is to find the right partner, distribution, or or network. Hopefully, right. And, right. and that's what it comes rest. down to. Uh, to is that. Uh, you got to find a place where people can actually see it. But today it's so much easier, right? With so many distribution channels. Yeah. You know? Where do you go for that? What do you do? Do you just start pitching it? Yeah, I think it's it's a matter of really building your audience online mm-hmm. and also obviously your social channels. Um, I think we did a, a pretty good job of creating buzz about it before it was when we were still way out in pre-production mm-hmm. right um and they wanted to be somewhat successful before they're picking you up right of I mean, course. yeah yeah that's they, the tricky part yeah they you, don't want to yeah. do the heavy but it's, it's like it's like the same thing it's like it's like a catch-22 you can't get in there unless you're successful we you can't be successful unless you're in there right it's very weird yeah, yeah. don't become yeah. an actor people <laughs> that's the theme of the show but no, you got you got to show that you can build your audience yeah. by yourself, and that's not yeah, easy. Yeah, doing things like this, talking with you guys, sure. and just keeping the conversation going, and letting people know about it in a really organic fashion. Right. I th- I think you know, the, I, I mean, I'm passionate about the show, so I'm I'm definitely impassioned to spread the word as much as I can. Sounds good. The show is Riley. And it's a YouTube series at this point, right? It is right? right now. You go to youtube.com slash Riley the Series or our website, RileyTheSeries.com. Sounds good. Now, so is this a comedy? Very it's much It's a comedy, so. right? Yes. Okay. So you will laugh. <laughs> That's the hope. Well, so the- far, we've got people saying they're laughing a lot. And, and I still laugh when I watch it. And I've seen it several times, so. Very cool. How long is each episode? Um, they vary. The first one's about m- mostly about seven minutes. The second one's a little bit shorter. Nice. Yeah. And are you able to tell a story in seven minutes? Yeah. Really? And that's what's... That, that again, I, I really credit Tracy with that, you know, because there really still is a beginning, a middle... You see the arc. Yeah. Even mm. though... And it's cool because you can usually... Not in a manipulative way, but you can usually leave your audience with a cliffhanger mm-hmm. of, some shor- mm-hmm. of some sort. That's true, right. So, but if this was picked up, it would probably 
be a 30 minute uh, episode or something it'd probably right? be longer longer yeah. even Oh, well. oh, not longer than 30. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it would longer be up than to 30, seven. but it'd probably be longer than seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, Netflix is not going to pick up a seven-minute uh, episode. It's like a sizzle reel for yeah. them. Yeah, but again, I think that's why it's important to call out that we do have all of series of, of season one written oh, and wow. can continue. There's so many places for these characters to continue to go, and Tracy's quite prolific. So, uh-huh. you know, I feel confident that, that we have something strong to bring to the table right now, even outside of what's been shot. That's great. And then can certainly move to develop a lot more. Yeah. And I would imagine this is a very enjoyable project, right? You work yes. with a lot of great people and everything. Exactly. Very good. So, But you have to do a lot of the business side of it too, right? Absolutely. Because you're the producer, so you're behind it. Yeah, you're everything. And yeah, you got, you got to make sure that everything works and clicks right. Absolutely. And it, you know, I think it... And I, I credit a lot of my corporate experiences for understanding how that social media wheel works. Because unless you, unless you have like a trivial pursuit, unless you have every pie in then you don't you're missing something and she has the corporate background the social media like you have a lot of pies I know that sounds weird but you know what I'm saying (laughs) yeah and everything's constantly changing so you just have to continue to stay up on it having that foundation I I do I agree I think it's really critical yeah because I don't have that background and when I try and brand myself I do well just on instinct but Mm -hmm. it's a different thing when you have that kind of background right so it's interesting yeah yeah well, uh, we're talking to Jennifer Citrone. The, the series is Riley, and you can see it on YouTube and everything. And uh, there's uh, quite a cast. The website is RileyTheSeries.com. You can find out more about the, the cast and crew and everything. Uh, and uh, so this is free to watch. I mean, anybody yeah, can watch it. Yeah, absolutely and stuff, free. Right? Yeah, we've got the trailer up and the pilot just premiered last Thursday. Actually, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, thank you. And then episode two will come out in February. Great. So, the, so, uh, so they're not coming out regularly, but yeah, we, until you get to that point, exactly. Yeah, yeah where you, you build an audience where they'll ex- expect it every week or something. Yeah, yeah. that's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we also intend to do the the festival circuit. We just got a really cool call out in Tube Filter. We oh, were cool. one of four series called out in their indie spotlight just this past Friday. Awesome! It's yeah. nice to get starting to get accolades. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. So we have we have hopes, knock on wood, but we have hopes that it'll do pretty well. Um, there's about twelve festivals we want to target. I didn't know they have. So, what kind of festival is this? Short series festivals? Yeah, a lot of the. So, like, Tube Filter is obviously in charge of the streamies. And then there's all kinds of web fests that have come up. Nice. Um, and so, there's about. I mean, there's many, but there's about 12 to 15 wow. of some of the. And yeah, that's where you can get distribution. Space. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then some of the really big festivals are also. St- like, Tribeca just started, um, like, a. Uh, uh, web wow category wow so it'll be interesting to see as the years progress sunday yeah. yeah yeah i mean I, I totally predict that the the environment is going to change within five years you know i mean uh it's easy now uh but there's more competition and yeah. everything yeah. you know so it's like it keeps on like growing and growing and mm-hmm. growing do you think it's going to hit a stopping point like how do you think it's going to change no in the i next think time? it's going to change where people probably have more opportunities because look at it now you yeah know? i mean before the web and everything uh if she wanted to do a series you have to get a uh you know, production company and a TV studio behind you yeah. and everything, you know, and a lot of money. And now you can just 
you know, if you're creative and you're ambitious, you can create your own thing mm -hmm. and build your own mm -hmm. brand, mm -hmm. you know? You don't need other people to do it for you. I mean, today nobody's going to write anything for you. You got to come up with your own stuff, you know? Yeah. They used to have where they'd write roles for actors or songs for singers, but today it doesn't happen, right. you know? You got to do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to invest mm -hmm. in you if they don't know you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. I agree. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, uh, so the main character is a former uh, teen pop star. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of her? Uh, was it Riley? Triple Threat. Ah! So we were, we were. I was talking with a friend the other night, and we we're like, "What if we're just brainstorming? Like, what if there's like a rival band that comes back from her, and it's like double trouble?" I like this. That's great. <laughs> it's not written, but. We were <laughs> Just like being silly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some kitschy comedy involved. But again, I, I think it's the, the performances and then the director get a, did a good job of, of keeping everything grounded and still. Is there flashbacks that we get to see you singing as Triple Threat? Um, there is a bit of a flashback in the pilot episode, but not to me singing. Okay, so cool. again, that's definitely what we want to incorporate. Yeah, I'd love more to see of. that. Yeah, because yeah, I think there's so much funny stuff that's we great. could do with that's costumes. And, and like the breakdown would be great to have footage of. Right? I love it. Yeah. Remember yeah. Brittany when she shaved her head and hit the umbrella with yeah, the press? Yeah. And then she's fine now. <laughs> I have a mug that says, if Brittany can come back from 2007, you can't. You can have a good morning. <laughs> That's so true. Well, I think when you're that young and you're Ugh, put imagine. in that kind of situation, it's And she just... must have had some kind of underlying issue and then it's just mm -hmm. exacerbated. Sure. Oh my God, I felt so bad. Also, I love Brittany. I love I'm her so music. glad oh. she had her come back. Me too. And she's just like thriving in Vegas now. Vegas, man. Yeah. Good for Brit. Yeah. Oh, she's in Vegas. She's got oh, a regular show. She got a huge show at Caesars. Yeah. I think they huge. extended it. Oh, yeah. Recently. She's making bucket loads. Yeah. Bucket loads. And it's she all her old stuff. Oh, yeah. I yeah. follow her on Instagram. She doesn't know me, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Two kids. She's happy. Yeah. Wow. So I see you just released the, the pilot on January 19th, yep. right? Yes. So that's last week. Yeah, just last week. Wow. Congratulations Thank to you. you. So you must be celebrating. Yeah. Uh, how, long, how long has it, this been like in the works? Since... Tracy and I have been working together on this since the summer of 2015. Okay, so not that. I mean, that's that seems more reasonable than I thought. I thought it'd be like, so you guys worked on it together. And how do you guys mesh well together? Well, she, we mesh really well. Yeah. But I have to say, like, she's not, she, she doesn't. She's not precious about yes, anything. Yes, good. She's you not fragile I mean? about yeah. it. Yeah. And so that's why it works so well. She's so open to ideas, to notes, to feedback. You know, she's like, she wasn't there when we were shooting. And I, there's obviously a lot of ad libs, but I'd still be like, we have to stay true to yeah, her yeah. words, you know, because there she puts a lot of time and energy and all that but everything's gone through several rewrites we're still going through some rewrites for those later episodes nice um and i just commend her for being so open-minded and and she just she just wants to do good work yeah someone's adaptable it's so yes. easy yeah right now when when you talk about uh young pop stars and stuff like that i mean obviously a lot of them get into trouble mm -hmm. act out things like that um, do you think that's because they're too young to handle fame? I mean, I think even adults can't handle mm -hmm. fame very well. Yeah, I just think, I think, like Tori was just talking about, if you're young and thrown into the spotlight like that, at that level, and then it, 
any kind of uh, it could be a major issue or family issue i mean you know i just think it's so much to put a young person through because to your point i mean there are moments that if you don't really have your head on straight as an adult things like that could seem I mean, life can be overwhelming. Yeah, Famous, it really can. Yeah, you know, yeah. all you need is a couple of haters online and God. it ruins oh, your yeah. life. You know? So is there any, that's an interesting, is, mm-hmm. are there like trolls on that, on this type of show? Is everyone really supportive? Everyone was really yeah, supportive. Yeah, Now, it, that, you know, six months from now, who knows, but, but so far everyone's been really No bad, supportive. that's great. No. Yeah. No. Knock really on cool. wood. Right? I'm like jinxing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good question. Yeah, because you know? you'd have to kind of ask that in a YouTube space. How are the comments? How are you feeling? Yeah. I was on Reels channel and I was like, oh, I'm going to read my comments. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> I mean, it was like hundreds of like terrible really? things. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But but it's also good things, but it's like it comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah. It really yeah. does. Yeah. You know, and they can say a million great things and one bad one and that's you're what right. you're going to That's right. You have to have a thick skin. Yeah, you really do, thick. you know, because you're in the public eye. People will say anything about you. And uh, that's the thing. I mean, just imagine all these people uh, in the headlines now that are like being like trolled and, you know, and, and criticized and everything. And it's just like, wow, how can you handle that? Well, and they're know? behind a computer yeah, screen. Anonymously. Right. Yeah. Right. Just... I mean, we had a little scandal here and I thought I was going to like bury myself. Yeah. Know? And how long did it's funny because yeah. it, it goes up, it explodes and then it goes away really right. quick. Right. It really does. But, uh, but at the same time, you know, you get all this attention and people start writing terrible things about you or lies right. or whatever. And you're like, wait a minute, you know. Hang on. Yeah, hang on. Well, and as humans, I think for whatever reason, sometimes it's easier to believe that we fixate on the bad stuff. Very much so. I was just reading about this in the Science Times, and they said we did that because as Neanderthals, we had to be really on on top of if an alligator or a woolly mammoth was coming. So we are attuned to being focused on the negative because it kept us alive. Right. But now, it ain't that helpful. Right. I'd rather be into the positive, but I am very much like, oh, God, yeah, that one comment. Very It's called the missing tile syndrome, you know? Did you know that? No. And what that Sam. means is if, yeah, I mean, wow. no, yeah. no, it's like they're saying in the ceiling, if it's perfect, but there's one oh, uh, that's missing, focus. that's what you're going to focus wow. on. Yeah. Right? So it's better than the woolly mammoth syndrome, yeah. <laughs> the child. That's very interesting. Very true. Yeah, that's true. So everybody, uh, uh, check check out Riley. It seems uh, like a lot of fun. And, and I'm sure with a topic like this, is just so much to so write about, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much to write about. Uh, there's also chats, uh, movie stars and stuff that are dealing with the same, you know, with the same aspects of, of this life, you know. I mean, and people that is, can really relate. Right. Yeah, and I think, I think even outside of fame, I think it's pretty much a universal theme because we've all fallen down majorly in life at one point or another, if not several times. And it's like, I think even though this is based on her former pop star life really were were analyzing what does it look like to get back up mm-hmm. from right. failure mm-hmm. right very cool which is a very meaty yeah. juicy thing to work on yeah what yeah. does it look like to get back up that's that's juicy yeah 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 cool Kira, do you want to say a couple things real quick? Come on. <laughs> we have Kira. Yeah, Kira, come on, get closer. <laughs> Kira is the uh, publicist for Jennifer, and uh, we finally get a publicist to say a couple things. Oh, yeah. It's very hard uh, to get them to say anything. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Kira. Thank you. <laughs> she, Tiny little voice. She, she's good at promoting people, but, but not herself. That's right. There you go. Uh and how do you do? How do you get in touch with publicists? You find people. What did you do to find <laughs> Kira? I'm, 
I I'm a rather resourceful. I can and tell. I literally <laughs> just went to IMDb Pro and I was like, who are the top publicists who are probably never going to look at this show? But mm-hmm. I'm gonna write them an email. And we had like like we had like four or five literally wow. like cool. kind of fighting over us this right. week. Wow. But and then I was, Kira was the strongest fighter. Yeah. Right? And Lori Jonas yeah, is like boss. she's she's just she just really believed in it. Wow. And she I mean, I was literally crying in her office like three days because I just couldn't believe that like somebody got, got it. it. Yeah. It was so meaningful and I'm so grateful to Lori and Kira. Did yeah. you think about ever putting this out without a publicist? Yeah, for but sure. But it really helped elevate it to another level. Yeah, and I you know, there again it's like there's so much you can do in yeah, marketing something. Like you were just talking about all the pieces of the pie. And given my background, I understand publicity but it's not again it's not my strongest yeah. suit so i right. wanted so you partners get people that, that know what the hell they're doing exactly. Kira, how long have you been promoting people and um like well i just moved from new york city at the end of august and i was doing pr in new york as well but more working with corporate uh different companies real estate brands stuff like that um, but I've always been obsessed with the entertainment industry, and that's part of the reason why I love LA so much. So I always knew that I wanted to continue doing PR because, you know, I do a good job with it. But, you know, do more like client management, really work with the individual. Um, and, you know, meeting people like Jen and meeting. Because one of the things that my boss does really well is she likes to find the kind of under the radar Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And she's been doing comedy for 30 years. You know, she had George Carlin and Jerry Seinfeld and all these really exciting people that she found when they were kind of not as big. And she really likes helping them leverage them and um, bringing them to the next level. So it's really fun on my end to start meeting all these people who are doing such incredible things and really deserve the recognition. And that makes my job uh, a lot of fun because right. you're right there with them helping them along every step of the way that's true that's and, nice. and you can get results and everything yeah. which is yeah, awesome yeah you can really see yeah well Kira thank you so much for uh, good job Kira the wrap on Kira <laughs> yeah well you, done uh, well done <laughs> thanks for uh, sending Jen our way so uh, Jen how can people find you find out more about you if they want to contact you and everything yeah me personally you can find me at Jennifer Citrone on Twitter and Instagram and then the series is um, just at Riley the series across all social platforms as well Instagram Facebook Twitter and then RileyTheSeries.com and YouTube.com slash RileyTheSeries. There you go. So, or just Google and forget everything she said. Yeah. <laughs> just Google just Riley the Series. You'll find all of that stuff, right? And uh, so that's why we're grateful for Google. Uh, and uh, anything more that we want to... Uh, when is the next episode uh, it, w- The launch date for the second episode hasn't been announced yet, but it will be at some point in February. Cool. So stay yeah. tuned. And then mainly, I just want to thank the both of you so much of for course. for having me on and, and having such a thoughtful conversation. It's really Absolutely. You're fun you. and you're interesting and... Uh, we love having people like you on. So thank you so much for joining us. Much success to you and come back when it's really big. Thank you. That's Remember the little people. Oh. Exactly. Don't forget us here. You guys That's will be right. at the top of the list. There you go. <laughs> All right. Jennifer Citrone, thank you so much. Tori, thank you Anytime. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.
You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Tori only on L.A. Talk Radio. 